Welcome to the Jesus Me and Anxiety Podcast, where you can love Jesus and still not be okay every day. I'm your host, Cassie, and I'll be sharing way too personal parts of my journey with anxiety and panic attacks, hoping that together we can find ways to feel free, even if there are a million reasons to feel anxious. Hi, and welcome back to Jesus Me and Anxiety. This is episode six. And I am super excited that you're coming back and listening again. So thank you so much. Um, Things have been a little different the past couple of weeks. I was getting my episodes out every Monday morning and it was like going so well. And then COVID-19, Corona, whatever you call it, just kind of like hit us all like a brick. And I have been having to record when I'm ready. So it's a little late this week again, but that's okay because that's kind of just what's going on in the world right now. Things are all out of whack for everybody, and I don't think I know anyone that's not affected right now by COVID-19 and corona, whatever it is. (laughs) And honestly, today I'm kind of just going to share where I'm at with this whole thing, what's going on like for real since the last time I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, you know, as we unfold this thing more and more, it, it gets deeper, right? Like every experience in our lives, when something happens that changes our world dramatically, you know, at first you might have a reaction and then a couple of weeks later you might have a different reaction. Kind of like when you have a baby. When you first have a baby, it's like super exciting and like joyful and it's amazing. Everyone's coming to see you and bringing you food And then like three weeks later, you're up all night by yourself and hopefully your spouse is helping and you guys are kind of looking at each other like, what in the world is happening to our life? Everything is going crazy. I don't know what to do with myself. I feel like I've been stuck in this like newborn world bubble, which I've been in four times. I totally understand. And your reaction's kind of different. Not that you're like upset that you don't have this child, but the overwhelming happiness and like oh everything's so perfect because we have this child kind of starts to dwindle a little bit and you reality hits and you go oh yeah and I have to take care of it for the rest of its life and (laughs) that can kind of lead to anxiety if you're anxiety prone so that's kind of like I guess where I'm at with COVID-19 is like a couple of weeks ago I put out a podcast about you know what I'm doing to try to combat anxiety during COVID-19, which involved, you know, trying to sleep, take naps, trying to learn some things, trying to take some time for myself if I can, obviously praying and spending time with Jesus. And, you know, just really, I was really trying to put out this effort to combat the anxiety. And then I remembered that I can't keep up with that very long, (laughs) if I'm honest. And if you listen to that podcast, I hope it helped you like come up with some creative ways to fill time and to make a difference during this whole process. And it really, those things that I shared with you really have helped me. But this past weekend, I just kind of hit this point where I was like, what is happening? Honestly, like, I don't, what is happening? And I am anxiety prone already, which if you're listening by this point, episode six, you probably are anxiety prone too, or you just want to hear about my messy life, which is fine. You can keep listening if you want to hear about it. But if you are anxiety prone, you probably have gone through the same thing, like where you've gone through levels of like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to combat my anxiety. I'm not going to get stressed out about this. I'm going to try to enjoy it or blah, blah, blah. 
And then just layers keep happening. And maybe you've experienced like some lulls like I have this weekend. I'm an extrovert that feeds off of relationships and I renew, like I refuel off of being around other people and girl time and alone time sometimes, but out with other people because I have four kids. So when I go out with other people, it's kind of like I'm having alone time as an extrovert, if that makes sense. So I desperately miss just catching up with a friend one evening at Panera. Shout out to Panera, one of my favorite places that you cannot go to right now. So don't try to, but you can still get takeout from there. So check it out. If you haven't, you probably have because Panera is Panera and everybody knows about it. Okay. Tangent over. Anyways, I miss spending time with people that rejuvenize me as far as like just me as a person, not as a mom, not as the homemaker, not as the homeschooler, all those things that I do all day. And it's starting to kind of affect my anxiety a little bit. And the way that it's affecting it is that I start like getting overwhelmed. Like this weekend, for example, it was Easter weekend. And Easter weekend is such a special weekend in the Christian faith in general. We usually gather together more. We celebrate with families. Um, Church services are usually like, you know, this big, big deal. And we prepare for it for a long time. And there's just a lot going on usually Easter weekend. And my extrovert self usually like really loves that. But there's also like as a mom, there's things to do that you're not having to like come up with, right? Because there's just activities and events and family to see and blah, blah, blah. Well, this weekend, it was like, I felt this overwhelming, like, I cannot do this anymore. I do not know what else to do. We have built the forts. We have played outside. We've flown kites. We've done chalk. We've done games and board games and movie night and movie marathons. And we have done all the things, all the things that everyone says to keep doing. And we've gone for the walks and the bike rides and, you know, tried to, I don't know, find things to do on Pinterest or Google or whatever. And It has become overwhelmingly exhausting for me because I'm also one of those people, and this is kind of where my battle is right now with this whole thing. I am a perfectionist, and I think I shared that the very first episode when I was kind of telling a little bit about me. Perfectionism does not help anxiety at all. It very much is the worst um, when it comes to having anxiety because being a perfectionist means that whatever you're doing you want to do it 100% perfect and it's like impossible. So you are basically creating like this battle that you can never win in your mind. And that is the result of my anxiety like so much of the time comes from that, comes from my own expectations of myself and my perfectionism and trying to make everything perfect for everybody all the time. And I remembered this sweet, sweet, sweet book that I read actually in 2019 that drastically impacted my life and changed my life. It's called Present Over Perfect. And my friend Rachel gave me this book. Well, no, she didn't give it to me. Rachel, if you're listening, I know you didn't give it to me. I also know that I haven't given it back to you. I borrowed it, but (laughs) um, I will give it back to you, but it's still ministering to my soul. But this whole book is about being present in your life instead of trying to be perfect for everyone else. And it is a life-changing book. I'm telling you, if you haven't read it and you're a perfectionist and you are 
struggling with anxiety because of your perfectionism, like seriously, get this book hands down. It will help you. It's amazing. But what it talks about is like the realization that you have to be present in everything, in your own emotions. You can't just shrug your emotions under the rug and keep yourself busy doing everything perfect for everyone and hope that your anxiety goes away or your issues go away or your depression or your sadness or your grieving or whatever. And I have found myself attempting to do that my entire life. Like, I am a very big feeler and I'm okay with feeling things that are surface feelings, I guess I would say. Like, I'm okay feeling sad about a scene in a movie and I'll cry and it's amazing. I love it. Um, I'm okay with feeling like excitement and joy and all those things that are like fleeting emotions. But sometimes I struggle with staying in my feelings because I feel like it makes me weaker as a person. That goes back to Enneagram 8 stuff. Check out your Enneagram number, guys. It will totally just kick you in the tail and let you know what your issues are. But that is one of my issues is I, when I get deep in my feelings, when I start like really feeling my anxiety and unraveling where it's coming from and why I feel the way that I feel and why I can't just let it go, I start to feel weak because I'm like, why can't I just be okay? And guess what the motto of this podcast is, guys? The motto of my podcast that I'm producing is, it's okay to not be okay, except I don't like that because I want to be okay all the time. And honestly, like this past weekend, I was not okay. And cue the first tears of this podcast. Um, I feel this overwhelming burden to make life like totally perfect for my kids right now and seamless and keep them entertained and also keep up with work because, you know, some of my hours got cut at one of my jobs that I work from home. And so I've been trying to compensate for that with other work. And I have been building up the plates. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard the analogy of like, there's only so many plates that you can keep up in the air at one time before they all collapse. And I started to feel myself getting to that point this weekend. Everything didn't collapse because I'm starting to become aware of when I'm doing that to myself, but it was on the verge. And I started to feel it. I could tell because Vaughn, my husband, kept looking at me um, on Sunday, on Easter Sunday, and he'd say, are you okay? What's going on? Are you okay? What's going on? And he can tell because I get into my head and I start to like zone out and I start to kind of let the anxiety kind of build up. And what the anxiety was, was a result of my perfectionism. I started to feel like I couldn't keep up. And when I feel like I can't keep up, cue the anxiety about everything, about the future, about if I can't keep up, then everything's going to spiral out of control. And control has so much to do with my anxiety. I don't know if anybody else has ever felt that way. But when I feel like I cannot control things, or I feel like things are not going like as perfect as they could be, I start to get this like, oh gosh, the my heart's racing. I feel like breathless. I can't keep up with what's going on around me and I become very not present in my world in my kids life what's going on with my family what's going on with my job I I just get to this point where I almost feel like I'm in a fog like all the thoughts of what's not what I can't keep up with what I'm overwhelmed by it just all starts to like overtake me and it takes me to this place of like I can't even function in what's happening right now 
And that is when it kind of hit me like, you know, this whole COVID-19 thing, it's, it's literally put us in situations that we never dreamed we would be in. Like, it's, some of it is really silly, like the fact that you can't get in your car and go get toilet paper just like on an errand because it could take you an hour to find a store that has it if you find it at all. That's strange, right? But also in bigger ways, like I can't, I, I can't figure out how to engage with people as an extrovert, my friends, my family, you know, I haven't even, we haven't even in person been with my mom and dad in so long because they're both still working and they're trying to protect us and they're around a lot of people. And so they're trying to be extra cautious, which we totally appreciate. And let me tell you, we are trying to do our part in the whole like social distancing and just really trying to pay attention to what our stay home orders are because we'd really like to see this thing end as soon as possible. But it's put me in a place where it's like deeply affecting who I am. And then the other, another side effect has just been, you know, if you're at home with your kids and maybe you're not used to it, I'm a homeschool mom, so I am used to that part of it. What I'm not used to is there not being anything to do. Like nothing's open. You can't even go to the park. You can't like really, you're not even supposed to be going outside of like your own you know, yard or house or whatever. And I put this like burden on myself. No one else did. Like my kids didn't do it. My husband didn't do it. Sure enough, Jesus didn't do it. But I put this burden on myself to keep everything like moving and productive and, you know, let's make the most of it and let's do awesome things and let's not watch too much TV and let's keep ourselves busy and let's all, you know, do all these things. And all of it's good. Like, I'm learning the piano, and that's awesome. But if I can't handle learning the piano because I I get overwhelmed by trying to learn the piano and trying to work two side jobs and trying to homeschool and trying to keep my kids entertained and cooking all the meals and figuring out groceries because we can't find everything that we would normally get and et cetera, et cetera, then I have to let some plates go so that I can be present in my world right now because the reality is, I do want this to be an enjoyable time in my home with my family and an enjoyable time with me and my time with God. And I don't want to crumble under all the pressure that I'm putting on myself to make this, you know, productive or, you know, keep going and keep doing so that everything works out fine. And that's kind of what present over perfect is all about is you know, the author who wrote it, Shauna, she talks about how, you know, she just kept going and going and going and proving herself. And that's something that I do all the time. I want to prove that I can keep up with the world. I want to prove that I can be the best at things that I'm doing. I want to prove that I'm a great employee. I want to prove that I'm a great wife, that I'm a great mother. And not to you. I'm not trying to prove it to you or to the world. I'm trying to prove it to myself because myself has set the standard that is absolutely ridiculous sometimes and I have to bring myself back into check so I can bring my anxiety back into check because when I start to give into that unrelenting stupid voice that tells me that things aren't going good enough or that other people are probably doing better or more or being more productive in this whole thing you know or I need to do this to make up for this income or whatever I give in to anxiety in the same breath and I give in to the panic attacks of like 
just my own perfectionism and it's unrealistic and it's dumb for me to go there and I'm glad that I have kind of realized how to stop it but maybe you haven't like and I was thinking about you know this podcast this weekend when I was kind of starting to feel the plates falling I thought I wonder how many people that would listen to this podcast maybe haven't realized when to let plates drop before they all crumble and that I think is really an important step that I have kind of been on with my anxiety is when I start to feel my anxiety creep up, one of the things I ask myself is, am I juggling too many plates? Am I trying to keep too many plates spinning, holding up too many things? Do I need to let some things go? And for me, during this whole COVID-19 thing, like I, I've just got to let go of some of the standards that I've put on myself, on my house, like how things run and how efficient we're being or how productive we're being. Because the truth is like, this time is just weird. It's weird and it's hard and we're all feeling it. I mean, I I feel emotional every day the last few days just about the people who, you know, have lost their jobs and don't have income. I mean, we have family members that, you know, both spouses don't have an income right now and are struggling to get unemployment and we have a family member who's about to have a baby and is scared and having anxiety issues and We've got friends who are like sick with this disease. And, you know, there are so many people around us that are being affected. And I feel that. I feel the the emotions of that. And I feel upset about it and angry about it. And, you know, it's it's hard to express what's happening inside of all of us right now. It's just, it's different. And it's something that we've never experienced before. But my advice to myself this weekend and what I would say to anybody who's listening who's struggling with keeping up with everything during this time and that's causing you anxiety like it was me this weekend, I just want to encourage you to just be present in what you're feeling when you're feeling it and let it out and experience it and experience it with your family, with your kids, with your spouse, with yourself, with your parents, whoever you're living with, um, just feel it so that you can move past it and be present in what's actually happening. I wanted to read this um, little excerpt from Present Over Perfect. It says, burnout is not reserved for the rich or the famous or the successful. It's happening to so many of us, people all across different kinds of careers and lifestyles. If you're tired, you're tired no matter what. If the life that you've crafted for yourself is too heavy, it's too heavy. No matter if the people on either side of you are carrying more or less, you don't have to have a public life or a particularly busy life in order to be terribly, dangerously depleted. You just have to buy into the idea that your feelings and body and spirit aren't worth listening to and believe the myth that busyness or achievement or both will take away the pain. And you can buy into those things as a stay-at-home parent or a brain surgeon in Manhattan or on a farm, whether you're 15 or 85. And this little excerpt really, like, ministers to me because, like, the truth is I was starting to feel burnout during COVID-19 quarantine. Like, how ridiculous is it that we are at home, we can't busy ourselves with, like, things to do or places to be 
or this crazy schedule. My kids don't have any activities right now. Like there's nothing going on. And I started to feel burnout. And then I was like, this is ridiculous. Like how am I feeling anxiety and burnout and stress and overwhelming feelings when like we're at home? And the truth is you can create it anytime. Like you can be a 15-year-old student and a lot of us would look at, you know, teenagers as an adult You know, in my 30s, I look back at a teenager and I say, oh, my gosh, your life is so easy. What are you talking about? But even as a teenager, you can create these expectations of yourself and these unrealistic ideas of what's supposed to be happening. And you can give yourself anxiety and burnout no matter how old you are and no matter what season of life you're in. Maybe you don't have kids. Maybe you're single. Maybe you're just married. um, Whatever it is. It doesn't matter what season of life you're in or how many kids you have or what's going on in your life, what career you have. If you are in your mind trying to achieve something that is just literally unrealistic or if you're trying to prove yourself by being a perfectionist at everything, it can cause you to feel anxious and it can it can lead to you burning out. It can lead to you feeling like you can't keep up and you just give up and That is kind of what I started to experience this past weekend with this whole situation was just, I can't, I don't have anything else left to give. I, even in this quarantine, even though we have, we're at home and we are not doing anything, I literally don't know what else to tell you to do. Like kids, I I don't know. I don't have another activity. I don't even, what are we having for dinner? I don't know. I don't know what's for dinner. I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now, except I just need to feel sad for a minute that I'm missing my family on Easter or that I know so many people who are hurting financially and I wish that I could give them all thousands of dollars, but we don't have it. Or, you know, all I want to do is sit and pray for people because that it's so heavy on my heart and I'm feeling anxious because this whole thing could last another month. And what am I supposed to do with all of you guys? And how am I supposed to keep managing, you know, all these side jobs and trying to keep up with our finances and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just need to feel what I'm feeling and then move past it and pray about it and ask God to help me walk through it. Because that's what Jesus wants to do. That's what we keep talking about in these podcasts is, You know, Jesus doesn't want us to ignore our anxiety or pretend like it's not there or our overwhelming feelings or our emotions. He he just wants to walk through it with us as a friend and we have to let him. We have to be willing to go there. And so I just want to encourage you. I hope that this all is kind of making sense. This is just kind of like a didn't really have any kind of script going into this other than I wanted to share some of present over perfect and encourage you to try to be present with what you're feeling and what you're going through and to know that you don't have to be perfect during this crazy time. You don't have to be perfect anytime, but especially if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, like just throw away the perfectionism like I'm doing or attempting to do and getting out of my head and saying, this is what it is right now and we can get through it together and I'm not going to let my anxiety destroy my life right now because I'm trying to keep up with something that I'm not meant to keep up with. I'm meant to rely on Jesus 
for everything that I need because he's there and he wants to be everything that I need and he wants to help me through this and he wants to help you through this. Um, I also want to do something kind of fun at the end of this podcast. I'm going to do an Instagram photo like I do every week advertising, you know, the newest podcast is up. And if you comment on it and say something like, like, I want it or book giveaway or something, um, I'm going to give away a copy of this book, Present Over Perfect. I'm going to Amazon ship it to you. I don't know when you'll get it. I don't know what's going on with shipping and stuff. But if you are interested in reading this book about overcoming perfectionism and overcoming the desire to prove yourself and to achieve things that are unrealistic and keep up with an unrealistic expectation of yourself, this is the book for you. It really does just outline how to be present, how to experience things as they're happening to you instead of being so anxious about the future or so consumed with what the next thing is that you can't be present. So if you want it, comment on that Instagram post and I'm going to do a giveaway. I'll just pull somebody randomly. We'll put everybody in a hat and we'll see who wins because I really believe in this book and I think it will bless you. So be encouraged. Stay strong, friends. We're in it together. If you need anybody to talk to, seriously, email me, reach out to me on Instagram. I've met so many cool people through this process already, but I want to meet you. I want to know what's going on with you and if this is relating to you at all. I hope it is. And just remember that Jesus is here with us, guys, and he's going to get us through everything, even Corona. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Jesus, Me, and Anxiety podcast. I would love to hear from you, so if you'd like to share your journey with me, email jesusmeandanxiety at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Cassie Russell. This podcast was produced by Phoenix Creative, which happens to be my amazing husband's company, so check it out at myphoenixcreative.com.